Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am very pleased to have Gerardo Zagat as my guest. And let me tell you about Gerardo. He connects the leader being to the human being and its humanity. And he brings the three essential leadership components, excellence, authenticity, and purpose into your life as a leader in yourself, your family, and your business. After several experiences as an entrepreneur, chairman, director, and CEO, Gerardo is now an international leadership coach. He created Preludes, a collection of coaching experiences for leaders, their families, and businesses to impact their personal and professional lives meaningfully, decisively, and insightfully. He also created Be Extraordinary Individuals, an original format of speech, VBate, an original format of public debate for decision makers, and Leader in the Mirror, an original format of interview of leaders collaborating with various international players in the education, media, events, and entertainment industries. He is an author and speaker and has created training programs, services, and events. And since 2013, he has been a member of YPO, Young Presidents Organization, the world's leading community of leaders and CEO, and is currently the chair of the Gold Italy chapter, founder and chair of the Southern Switzerland chapter, and founder and mentoring officer of the North Star Global International Chapter. Today, I thought we would have a conversation about personal transformation and improvement. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Gerardo Sagat. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Vicky. Thank you for having me as a guest. Hi, everyone. So we always start with an easy question. Where do you live? Where do you call home? I'm based in Lugano, which is in the southern part of Switzerland, very close to the Italian border. Ah, so that's the, um, where, where, what kind of weather do you have in that part of Switzerland? Is it warmer than, or is it mountainous? No, I mean, it's, uh, mountains are quite close. I mean, one hour drive. Ah. It's like a, you know, Italian weather. Ah. So good. <laughs> so, so good, yeah. And Italian food. <laughs> uh, even better. Yes, even yeah. better. I love yeah. Italian food. <laughs> so 
share with our audience the, your story of your journey that took you to where you are today. I, you know, I read your bio, but it's, um, I'd love you to share a little more. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I think, um, you know, I think as as everyone, uh, the kind of education and the youth age has had an impact, uh, at least at the start of my professional journey. Uh, you know, I've had a kind of a difficult youth because I lost my, uh, my father when I was six, my mom when I was 15. Oh, uh, and so I grew up uh, with my brother, who is two years older, and my sister, four years younger. Um, lots of difficulties and, uh, you know, I was kind of working, let's say, I was working for a club, I was organizing parties in a club to pay for my education, to go to university, etc. So, um, you know, this somehow is built in my mind that the objective uh, for me was to be a successful uh, entrepreneur. By the way, my father was an entrepreneur, so I kind of have it in my veins. So, uh, and, you know, because I grew up and because education and because the word uh, teach you to, uh, to have as objectives, um, uh, outcomes more than inner objectives, yeah. if you want. So for me, successful meant, uh, you know, money, a lot of people setting up a business, lots of offices and all of that. Okay. So my first part of my career was in that direction. Uh, you know, I, uh, at the end of my university, I went to Paris to study. I did a year in Paris in one of the two main business schools. And there I, I kind of fall in love with international tax planning. Oh. Uh, the, the creative side, you know, there's, there's a little bit of creativity. I'm kind of creative. So, um, and, you know, so I chose that and I moved to London and I started working for a couple of uh, the big uh, international tax law firms there. Uh, and then I, you know, I kind of had this entrepreneurial yeah. uh, blood. And uh, so at 29, I started my own business in a small service office in the New Oxford Street in London uh, with a, a secretary, myself and a secretary. Uh, it was uh, in the year 2000. Uh, you know, luckily, uh, this business grew up and, uh, you know, with the years became a 400 people operation <laughs> with 10 offices around the world and clients all over the world. And I brought in some partners, uh, et cetera, et cetera, and, uh, and became a multifamily office with all different kinds of services, not only international tax, asset management, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay. So. You know, I was lucky enough, one of those lucky people who say, okay, this is my goal, and I reached that goal, okay? Yeah. So once I get there, I say, okay, what's next? No? Well, I said two things. One is I've done what I had to do, so what am I doing here, yeah. okay? And, and therefore, I actually took the decision to exit the, the, the business, no? and that was uh, 2016, okay? Mm -hmm. So I exited the business and, and uh, at the beginning, I didn't, you know, without a clear idea, I said, I'm going to have to exit this thing. It's too much, you know, uh, I am at the top. Uh, and so I, 
you know, kind of jumped uh, without <laughs> the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I had in mind that somehow I had to free myself. You know, I, I wanted nothing in front of me. Okay, so I said, first, I'm going to finish this, and then I'm going to have an empty site, and I'm going to look whatever is yeah. the right thing for me. And then I, I, you know, coincidences, which then when it is the right way are not coincidences, but they are meant to be. Uh, uh, you know, I started uh, talking with people about coaching, etc. I liked it. Um, and I... Went back to school, so I requalified for a year. I I went to uh, to do one of the ICF uh, approved courses, courses, um, coaching uh, trainings, uh, and I did some mentoring, some coaches uh, around uh, you know internationally, and then I started my new career as a leadership coach. Uh, but I say, okay, leadership coach, uh, but you know what for? Okay, yes, it's nice uh, to have an impact on people, but I needed something higher than that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I uh, so chose, so, and something materialized in front of me. You know, it's a little bit of all these three things. Uh, the purpose, the higher purpose of humanizing leadership. Yeah. Okay? So humanizing leaders and humanizing organization. Uh, and therefore, I started creating, uh, you know, then there was an explosion of creation, creativity, and I started creating uh, a corporate coaching program, as you said, I started creating a format of interview, a format of decisional debate, uh, uh, I started creating a performing arts show, you know, which is my latest creation. Uh, Out as Humans is a performing arts show that I'm bringing to organization, association, mm -hmm. companies, etc. Um and here I am. Here uh, you are. <laughs> yes, here I am. Uh, you know, one thing maybe I wished, uh, one thing I, I kind of learned and I wished I'd done before is, um, well, there's not only one, there's more than one, but <laughs> no, to, to find to find my my way, to find my why, if you want, as soon as possible and to set uh, inner objectives mm. instead of instead of yeah. outcomes okay yeah. like money or etc these are outcomes mm. not inner but the system the world tells you to do it teaches you yeah. to do it. if right. you think about school or you know education mm -hmm. uh, we are raised uh, by outcome objectives mm -hmm. you know but you do have to work on the inner. Yes. So now I completely change. So now my objectives, by the way, I kind of found out that, uh, you know, outcomes are reachable so they can end, you know, inner, they're not reachable. They are continuous. Yeah. You no, know, that is right. they're always there and always room to improve, you know? Uh, so now, um, you know, my objectives, whilst I'm doing this, but in my personal and professional life, especially as a leader, is, uh, well, are, you know, what I call the four inner treasures of a leader, uh, which are uh, meaning, love, freedom, and certainty. So oh, nice. to reach those four and, 
you know, reach. I mean, as I said, there's a continuous improvement, but yeah. Just as you were talking about that, it it kind of strangely, but anyway, today I was watering my African violet, and I don't know if the audience knows anything about African violets, but um, this this time of year they grow quite a lot, and um, uh, and my Christmas cactus too. So with those, I, you have the flowers that come out, and as you continue to maintain them and tend to them and nurture them every year there are new flowers that will come out with just because of that and to me that's what personal development is like every year you have new growth every year you have new opportunities but you have to do that self-care you have to do that maintenance you have to give them that love to um, make them blossom so that's to me which you, which you just said made me think of. <laughs> yeah. All right. The question I have for you is, I mentioned early in the bio about preludes. So share with the audience preludes. Um, what exactly are they in terms of your coaching method? Well, preludes... Uh, uh uses coaches as a methodology, as a tool, but normally it is associated with uh, an idea which, you know, with experience, I found particularly uh, effective, uh, you know, to create change. Uh, so this might mean, as I said, uh, you know, I created this format of corporate debate. Uh, uh, so and I bring uh, debate into decision-making of companies, okay? Uh, so, so it is this idea of a debate associated with myself moderating it in a coaching style, so using coaching, okay? But it, there's always a powerful idea, uh, you know, associated with, uh, with the coaching. So, you know, I do, for example, corporate motors. I do a speech uh, about vulnerability to board of directors. I do, uh, you know, uh, speci very specific things with specific objectives. The main difference is, is that somehow, you know, in the coaching, uh, the client decide objective and, and the, uh, my role is to actually help them reaching those objectives. Okay. With Preludes, uh, there is a number of like 10, 15 experiences, different experiences, mm -hmm. all those have preset preset objectives if you want mm -hmm. and therefore you know um, I uh, the client simply agrees uh, uh, to those preset objectives and then um, you know moves forward yeah so what since you brought that up you have these experiences um in your collection so as I was looking through the website I saw all these so Share with a couple of the experiences categories. I, I thought some of them were quite interesting. Uh, well, okay, I say um, uh, one is a format of uh, uh, team meeting, which is done you know regularly, like once a month, uh, maximum mm -hmm. once every two months, and uh, you know uh, so. The team is with a uh, the, sorry. The meeting is in in a team of six, seven, eight, mm -hmm. nine people, 
And uh, it is a kind of uh, meeting where people uh, share updates, okay? Share updates about some of the key areas identified by the company. So this might mean, you know, myself, my work, my team, my company, you know? Mm -hmm. So four or five key areas. And those updates are done emphasizing uh, emotions. So they are emotional updates instead of factual. Okay? Ah. Or, or actually both. So uh, this would normally be, okay, you know, I feel this, you know, this way. Uh, and that's because of that specific fact. Uh, and so all these people are, you know, do the same thing, do the updates uh, to with each other, and then the group uh, decides every time a critical issue that they want to discuss uh, more in depth, uh, and this is discussed then uh, in the second part of the meeting. Uh, the effect of this is really to um, to make people talk. Uh, um, emotions okay yeah. uh, and and therefore uh, become more authentic and uh, you know boost cohesion boost psychological safety in the company um sense of belonging trust etc 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 yeah and, so, and it really does create more of a community within that and uh, a building of relationships when you just give facts it's really difficult to bring that emotion into it. So I love that you have um, the feeling is piece of it, the empathy and whatnot. Um, so often businesses keep that out. You know, I don't care how you feel. <laughs> Just tell me what the facts are. And I love that you add that piece. Yeah. And uh, the second example I can give you is uh, uh, it doesn't touch the employee it touches the clients yeah. so uh, it is a creating together a model of interaction with the client starting from a base model i developed and then personalizing it to with with the company uh, uh, and then you know looking at what skills are needed uh, with what people and then carry on with the with the training of the necessary people on the necessary skills and then implement this model of interaction. Uh, it seems a, a you know, model of interaction, a, a big uh, word. Uh, the reality is every moment of interaction with the client is divided in two phases, okay? From the beginning to the end. Um, and, uh, and so this is the model. You know, the base model is into seven phases from uh -huh. beginning of the meeting to the end of the meeting. Then it gets personalized with the company, with the management of the company. And then once the model, final model is decided, then uh, we're going to looking at the people and the skills needed and do the training and then implement the model. Uh, the reason why this exists is because I believe there are many businesses uh, that are uh, that have a, a, an incredible, in, incredibly um, important human component. I mean, all businesses have. Right. right. There are some which are. If you think about insurance business, okay, insurance 
yeah, you know, you're talking about uh, one of the, uh, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, businesses where they touch uh, uh, critical events, you know, life, death, uh, Marriage, uh, they, out, they touch, uh, you know, very important assets and aspects of a person. You know? And notwithstanding that, you know, often people who you meeting uh, from the insurance company, you know, are not able to get into that space to be able to talk about that. Okay, so that's an example. Uh, I mean, it's not only insurance, there are different kinds of business, but it is to bring emotions, bring authenticity also in the relationship with the client. Yeah, I mean, if you even think about it, I mean, you're buying a car for that person that's trying to sell you that car. They, the more they know about you and your needs and your life and how that car is more than just getting you from A to B and all that, it, it makes this the sell almost be a no-brainer that this is the right car for me. So I could see how you could use that in any industry. It's fun, so, funny enough. Sorry, funny enough. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned this example. Uh, you know, five years ago, I went. Uh, I wanted to change my car, mm-hmm. and I went to buy. Uh, and my dad, I remember this. My dad used to own uh, Alfa Romeo, you know. Oh yeah, yeah I know that car. <laughs> okay, so was a big fan of Alfa Romeo. I never, mm-hmm. I never owned an Alfa Romeo till five years ago. And I went to, I said, okay, now it is really the time to buy an Alfa buy. Romeo. Yeah. yeah. But there was a reason, okay, and a reason that was very close to my heart. Okay, they, the 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 guy in the the car dealer uh, was, you know, one of the incredible example was uh, very good, uh, very good, because he was able to get into that space. Yeah. Okay. And now I have this car, and I don't know when I'm gonna change it. You know. Yeah. This is <laughs> it is linked to my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? But you know, you have done an example, but. <laughs> You know, I, yeah, you know I mean, I, I just know people in cars, you know, you, if you want to be a good salesperson and you're selling cars, you got to hit for the heart. So what are so, the three perpetual pulling forces and how can they take one from being ordinary to extraordinary? Uh, yeah, I mean, excellence, authenticity and purpose uh, are somehow a different level of you know what technically is called logical level of mm-hmm. of, a, of a person you know so excellence touches you know what and how okay so what you do and the capabilities okay uh, authenticity to touches your value and your identity um, and purpose goes beyond that even you know uh, beyond that space, so the outside world, the rest of the people, okay, um, and th- so those are the three, the the three components uh, of a leader, and and uh, uh, you know, this is the way the preludes was created. Preludes was created around mm-hmm. those three uh, to 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 boost those, um, and. You know, it touches the different, the three different components uh, in different ways. Uh, I mean, excellence is the most common one, uh, is the most uh, probably seen 
is also what people tend to look. I was just uh, going to say you that. Know? And so obviously there are many ways, um, you know, from, from training courses. I mean, it is what often people focus on. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, the more we go higher and the, the, the harder it is, if you want. So authenticity uh, already is something that is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, people think it is... Um, it is hard to, uh, you know, easier to say than to do. You know? yeah. The reality is one thing, you know, I have experienced board meetings or virtual events where people, any people coming from different places, whatever kind of meeting, virtual, in person, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. okay, are able, capable, and not only able and capable, but actually are looking for spaces where they can be who they are okay so the key in relation to your authenticity is to create that space Mm -hmm. you know if i go to boards i've been in boards of banks uh, to them to do my speech uh, Mm -hmm. one of the experiences of prelude okay the speech of vulnerability i get in people get in the room don't even say hello they don't they don't even come to say hi i am uh, okay and after one hour, they cry, hug each other. They come to me. The exactly. CEO sends me a message the day after saying, we're going to change things in the bank. Okay, this is the reality. Okay, so people tend to think it's difficult, but that's because it's easier, you know? Just yeah. remember, you know, we have a mind. We are not our mind. Okay, so yeah. our mind, which is, a pro- you know, tends to protect ourselves, sends these thoughts. Okay, being authentic is difficult. I can't do this. And it's that. The reality is when there is safe, the mind just sits, relaxes, doesn't talk, doesn't <laughs> throw, doesn't throw these thoughts. And 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 the magic happens. Yeah. And so the way to create that safe space is by leading by example. And that's why it is on the leader. You know, if the leader is authentic, is open. Uh, then all the rest of the people will follow and will, you know, open up, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, the last one is purpose. Purpose, uh, I believe uh, um, you actually need uh, to have worked out the authenticity element uh, and therefore, you know, be clear about yourself build the self-awareness, which I believe is the leadership skill of the future with AI coming. Self-awareness is, or actually awareness, I would say, not only self, is uh, the leadership skill of the future that will make a difference. But once you build that, then you're actually able to look outside and and therefore, you know, um, find uh, what is your way that has an individual, a personal element of satisfaction, of success, inner success. Mm-hmm. And uh, together with this, has also an impact on the world, uh, you know, on, on the other people, on your other stakeholder, the world, uh, etc. It's so funny. It, what you are describing is what I teach too, but I, I teach leading with the heart 
the head and the hands. So it's, it's, it is that metamorphosis of once you bring in the authenticity and allow vulnerability and, and empathy, then it's easier to be able to explain the vision and the mission and the, and tying what people do to all of those things. And once you have all that, then you can easily see how you can be of service to others. So I just love, love what you're doing. All right. So why is it important for leaders to have an altruistic purpose? I'm not sure why it is important. I think <laughs> I, I, um, I why think, do you why do you promote that? I guess maybe. Uh, I think that uh, once uh, you know, uh, it, from from one point of view, it is a part of a, of a path, no, of a, mm -hmm. uh, of your evolution. Okay, uh, and uh, many uh, leaders somehow. Um, moving to impact, let's put it this way, impact on the outside world um, uh, after a few years in their career, no? where they maybe put themselves, uh, the self in front of, you know, their choices, uh, of their actions, etc. But then at some point, uh, there's a turning point that somehow they had impact into what they do. Um uh, I think it is very nice, and uh, so so it is an evolution. There isn't a, really a reason why it is important. It is important because it's good that you do something that makes you happy and makes other people happy. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. it is much better than doing something that makes you happy, mm -hmm. or that makes you and your family happy, or you and your you know employees happy. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, now I've, uh, and I'm going to take this example. Now I created this performing arts uh, show, uh, Out as Humans, no? that somehow combines the powerful questions of a culture intimate with performing arts. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, and I've created this, and you know, just finished this, and now I'm starting to feature this uh, to corporates, organization, association. Okay. Uh, I worked towards that, but if I sit today, you know, and we're sitting, me and you, having a conversation, mm -hmm. and I have something in my hand that I want to take uh, toward leaders' conventions like uh, World Economic Forum, G20, G8, uh, mm -hmm. whatever convention, okay, to go and feature that show there so that people when the day after they talk to each other to take major decisions about the world might be affected about the experience mm -hmm. they've had the evening before and might interact in a different way you know and, and therefore might take different decisions today i sit in front of you with this in my hand you know with this possibility in my hand and what do i feel you know, I feel uh, an incredible amount of energy. Yeah. You know, I feel yeah. uh, uh, energized. I feel, uh, you know, I feel excited. excited. I, feel, mm -hmm. I feel all these things, you know. So adding uh, the element of impacting the outside world really brings uh, whatever there is positive 
uh, and can be positive in you yeah. up to the maximum. Wow. It's an amplifier of, of excitement, of positivity, of energy, of all these things. And what a legacy you could leave. Yeah. It's the time has flown by. I can't believe it's already time for us to just do um, one last question. You talked about what's next for you. What if you if you could do that meeting tomorrow, if you could get on the that those conferences, those impactful things, um, what would the result that you would hope to be, I mean, besides your personal growth and and satisfaction though, um, how do you how do you want what your you've created? Um, to be able to help the world? I uh, have created, you know, this show. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, to go into organizations, uh, etc. But, you know, if I'm thinking about those conventions, yeah. the reason why I created that is not necessarily to change those, to change the leaders of the world. Okay. Uh, maybe yes, maybe no. I don't know. It's not my, I didn't create that for that reason. Mm -hmm. I created that because in those meetings, people sit and discuss and take decisions. Okay. And so, you know, if, if they live a very strong, touching experience that really connects their leader being with their human being, it is very probable that the day after, after having coffee and a croissant and whatever, an omelette, and they go into this meeting, it is very probable that, you know, they interact in a different way. They listen more, they, with more empathy, you know, yeah. we're trying to compromise, not necessarily judging, not shouting, not delaying, not, you know, with less harmful defensive behaviors the people have also the people at the top because it's the same thing you know from a loud discussion in the office to pushing a button to launch a missile is the same thing is a defensive behavior from fear okay yeah. so those defensive behavior uh, you know i'm judging i'm aggressive I am shouting, I am, you know, delaying, I'm postponing, I'm ignoring, I'm blaming, all of that, okay? So my wish is that that show would create less need for these people to feel those fear, less fear, and therefore less of those harmful defensive behavior and more empathy, openness, trust, we are all together, sense of belonging to the world, sense yeah. of belonging to the world, because there yeah. is only one, you know. Yeah, yeah, we only have one world. And is this, when you say it's a performance, is it a one-man performance, or do you have several people that are involved in this? Um, what does it look like? Uh, I, you know, I entered the world of theater, I knew nothing about, 
nothing. <laughs> so I put together a, a group of uh, about 20 people, you nice. know, like script writer, actors, dancers, singer, nice. uh, you know, light, uh, scenography, you know, it's it's a show, you know, it's, a, it's a, like a show. Oh, how cool. And we bring this, it's either in a theater or it is even at the corporate offices, you know, in a room. So mm -hmm. we've created a scenography in a way that this can be adaptable. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, uh, there's poetry, there's music, yeah. uh, there is uh, acting, uh, there is, uh, uh, yeah, uh, singing, there is scenography. Myself, mm, you know, I entered a completely new world, put together a team, and by the way, I wasn't born an actor, so <laughs> I also spent some time with an acting coach uh, mm -hmm. to to mm, not to become an actor, but to kind of yeah. be acceptable <laughs> when, yeah, I, when yeah. I go into this show. <laughs> That's so exciting. I just love the whole concept. And for me, I think whenever you send messages through music and poetry and things like that, they are more memorable sometimes than a PowerPoint show, you know. Yes. So I applaud what you're doing. That's awesome. Well, it's time now. If you all have enjoyed listening and hopefully you took notes, but if you didn't, please, if you're just listening, get that paper and pencil or pen and be prepared. I'm going to give contact information for Gerardo. So the website is https colon forward slash forward slash. Gerardo Sagat, and that's G-E-R-A-R-D-O-S-E-G-A-T.com. And again, that's GerardoSagat.com. On LinkedIn, you can just search his name again, Gerardo Sagat. And if you would, please explain what they'll find when they go to the website, because it is a wonderful website. Yeah, uh, I mean, on the website, information about myself, uh, but also specific information about the coaching program Prelude and uh, about the, the performing arts show Out as Humans. And they find ways to, uh, to book that, to get information about that. There are some information, video, clips, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you very much, everyone, for all that... Uh you have given us today um, in terms of being able to listen to this wonderful contributor, I would say, to our society and to our new way of being a leader. As always, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. <laughs>